Hello, this is Patricia Casey and thank you for joining me on You Can Cook Too, The Tricks of the Trade. In the last podcast, I discussed why dinner parties are a nice idea and, and, and why we should maybe have more than we do of them. Today, I'm going to take it to the next step of choosing your guests. And that's probably the most important part, because if your guests are ill-suited or there's any uh, sort of frisson between them, it will not make for a good dinner party. The first and most basic question is to decide how many guests you're having. Now, if you're only starting off at dinner parties, at having dinner parties, you may just want to have one or two so that you know exactly how to approach it. But if you're an old hand at dinner parties, you can increase the number and that will really be determined ultimately by the practicality of how big is your table. How many can you fit sitting down? Um, How many chairs do you have? Is the table big enough to cope with six or will it fit 10? Above all, don't crush people in. I've been to a dinner party once where there were 12 people at the dinner party, but you literally couldn't move your elbows, let alone throw your arms about in the course of the lively conversation. So the size of the table is the first determinant of that. A second and practical, other practical consideration is the amount of cutlery you have. Do you actually have play settings for the number of people that are coming? Do you have six play settings? Do you have 10 play settings? That will also play into the decision on how many guests to have. I remember a few years ago, I was having uh, people around to dinner during uh, a festival in Edinburgh. And my husband and some of the guests went out for a few drinks beforehand. And I stayed back just getting things ready while the, other, while the others arrived. However, my husband arrived back with two additional guests in train that he had met and thought would make for good company. Fortunately, he rang me beforehand to say he had met these two people that were coming back to join us. And I said, well, we don't have enough cutlery. Mercifully, they arrived back with enough cutlery and I won't tell you how it was procured. The next thing about your guests is should you tell them what the purpose of the party is, if there is a purpose. It may be just that you want to have people you like around to chat with and have a laugh with over some nice food and drinks, or it may be for a special reason birthday or an anniversary or some kind of celebration. I remember once being invited to a barbecue and I arrived at the barbecue in my casual clothes and in sandals and when I arrived discovered that it was actually a sit-down dinner with outside caterers to to mark um, a special birthday. Now nobody minded because nobody had been told what the purpose of the party was. The host felt he didn't want people to bring presents but it would have been nice to know if for nothing but to just get a bit more dressed up than one would do for a barbecue. How many couples should you have or should should it always be couples? Do you need even numbers? And the answer is you most certainly do not need, need, need even numbers. You can have people who are coming on their own or people who come as pairs or even threesomes. There may be an adult child who wants to come along as well. But you're the one who can determine that. And when you invite people, if, you, if you're not sure if they're going to be coming on their own or with a guest, you can invite them to bring a guest. You may not know whether they're married or single 
are in a relationship or not in a relationship, but just say, would you like to bring a guest? And that will give them the leeway to say yes or no and to decide whom to bring. It may be a sibling, it may be a cousin, or it may be, um, a, a, you know, a, a boyfriend or girlfriend. So, so, but, but, but if they come on their own, that's fine. You don't need even numbers. And people shouldn't feel uncomfortable. The guests shouldn't feel uncomfortable if they are on their own. They should be involved in the conversation and brought into the conversation as much as possible. When you invite people, it's important to ask a few questions if they say, yes, I am coming. Thank you. Ask them a few basic questions like, do you take a drink? Because if they don't, you want to make sure that you have a supply of soft drinks that's more than just seven up and water. So you can get some interesting uh, non-alcoholic drinks for, for those. Also ask them if they have any allergies or any any food difficulties. And of course, you'll take account of that if they do. Also, be sure to ask them if there are foods they don't like. That's a, food, that's a question that often isn't asked, although I do ask it of my guests because I have been myself served food in the past that I normally wouldn't eat, like on one occasion being served um, game. And I don't eat game. Neither do I eat goat's cheese. And again, that's something that a lot of people have a hang up about. So ask, are there any foods that they don't eat? Because people won't spontaneously volunteer it. Um, I had some friends around just last week when I was on holidays down the country. And I asked um, if if the guests had any uh, any, any anything they didn't eat. And the, one of them said no. And then I specifically asked, um, what about spices? And then they said, yes, no, we don't eat spices, actually. They'd forgotten about that. So it's always good to put a specific question and mention specific foods that often cause problems for people. But much more important than any of that is, are the guests likely to get on? You, of course, may not know. You, you may not know whether they know each other or not. You usually will, but sometimes you may not do. I remember on one occasion having um, a couple round to dinner and my husband had a couple of his friends, his colleagues round as well. It transpired that um, one of them worked for the other um, in a, an, a, an indirect capacity and had been fired from the job uh, a few days earlier. We didn't know that and they didn't know that the other was coming to the dinner, but it worked out okay in the end. Um, but if you do know that they're, that they're not likely to get on, for example, the local the chair of the local Fianna Fáil party and the chair of the local Fianna Gael party, please don't include them on this occasion as, as uh, at, the one, at the one dinner. What about people who are shy? Well, it's important that shy people, of course, aren't left out and people who are a bit socially anxious and maybe not great conversationalists um, and maybe people who are reserved feel uncomfortable at dinner parties. And that's why it's important to not just have the people who are shy, but also people whom you know are good talkers and who have a good sense of humour and will try and bring the guests into the conversation. Of course, the guests may not be interested, may just be, they may just want to listen and enjoy themselves rather than participating. And that's OK, too. But but don't have all of you, don't have, have only guests who are shy and retiring. Have some lively, talkative guests as well. Now, the final thing is to give them a time, the time of arrival. And that's crucial in Ireland um, because people can often run very late without any thought for the hostess. So give a time 
range between which you want them during which you want them to arrive. So you could say between 7.30 and 8. I never know what the meaning of 7.30 for 8 means. Does that mean you have to arrive at 7.30 and the dinner will be served at 8? That's what I take it to mean. But I think that's a bit vague and confusing for some people. So if you tell people to arrive between 7.30 and 8, that should do the trick. The problem is if you give them a single time like 7.30, they may be they may be very punctual and arrive while you're still in your dressing gown getting out of the shower. If you leave it open and say, you know, sometime around 8-ish, they may not arrive until 9 and the food will be burned. So I think giving a specific range works very well. I hope that at least some of those tips were handy and will come in useful when you're choosing the guests for your dinner party. Thank you for listening and in two weeks time I'll be back. Bye bye.